Wicked Chronic in Natick, Massachusetts is a brand new and unique store, boutique-styled retail shop that focuses on selling counterculture products where Wicked and cannabis cultures come together for a rather unique atmosphere. They're located on 185 Worcester Street, right next to Subway and Hertz Rental Car, and their hours of operation are Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m., and they can be contacted at 508-545-8105. They are closed on Sundays, and you can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Google+. It's Fetid swamps to creepy castles, the podcasting hour is your home for horror on the Fire and Water Network. Join me, PJ Frightful, on this quarterly anthology podcast that gazes into the mysterious and terrifying shadows of DC Comics. The moon is full and the bell tolls for midnight, the podcasting hour. Mel Heflin, and I appear in such flicks as Dick Nato and Mrs. Claus. And then for the Lost Boys Movie Minute podcast, I have film critic Scott Danielson. Join us every week as a new podcast airs on RadioHorror.com. Supernatural Creatures Lore covers the monsters mythology connected to the TV series Supernatural, the dead TV podcast covering canceled television shows in the science fiction, fantasy, and horror genre, and the Lost Boys Movie Minute, where we break down the film Lost Boys one minute to five minutes at a time. Join us every week on the RadioHorror.com network. You are listening to Goth Girl Horror, the official hack slash podcast, a podcast dedicated to the comic book series created by Tim Seeley, following the adventures of Cassie and Vlad. I am your host, Dr. Chris. And I'm your co-host, Serena. And Hack Slash is part of the Radio Horror Network. And tonight, we are covering Hack Slash, the series, issue number two. Uh, before we get to that, I thought I would dive into a little bit of Non-Team Seeley Comic-Con news. Um, I guess he had a couple panels at Comic-Con, but nothing that was a big announcement. However, we did get an announcement just prior to Comic-Con, or unless it was on Thursday this announcement came out, about porn in space! <laughs> 
Tim Seeley's yeah, Tim Seeley's new comic book is about a space crew that makes a porno in space with aliens or something. <laughs> something I think, it, and there's something with technology in there. I think there's robots. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited. Like I saw porn in space, and I was like, all right, subscribe me. Yep. I'll, I didn't really look farther than that. I'll also I'll, I'll submit some private time to it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but in some major horror news at Comic-Con, um, we're getting, like, two horror movies from Marvel Comics. Doctor yes. Strange and Blade. I'm so excited. I am beyond excited. I am just dying. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Blade, uh, Blade's gonna star, um, I almost said Muhammad Ali, but that's not right. Ma- Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali, who was at Cottonmouth and Luke Cage. And uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, of course, is coming back to play Doctor Strange, and he's going to fight Lovecraftian villains because the title is The Multiverse of Badness, which is a play on words of The Mountain of Madness, which is written by H.P. Lovecraft, which is, who's, by the way, buried in my backyard in Providence, Rhode Island. <laughs> and it's gonna, Very nice. it's going to co-star uh, uh, Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. Nice. Which makes a lot of sense, because she's kind of magic-based, and he's magic-based. Yes. Gee, yes. what a shocker. They put them two <laughs> together in a movie. I guess we're also going to continue the Baron Mordo storyline, but it's been so long since that Doctor Strange movie came out, and by the time this one comes out, it's like that Baron Mordo plotline really seems inconsequential after you know half the universe was destroyed by Thanos and then yeah including Doctor Strange and and they brought back and then all those sorcerers showed up at the end of Endgame when he's just like did you get everybody he goes who else did, who else was you you know and uh, Wong says uh uh who else did you who else did you want me to get and uh I'm like well where's Baron Mordo <laughs> is he still too busy killing sorcerers I don't know <laughs> We're well, gonna, you never know. Yeah, well, we'll have to wait and see. But I thought that was great. We had a couple of great horror comic book movies coming. I'm so excited for Blade, I can't even contain myself. I know, I know. It's been a while since we've had Blade. The last time we saw Blade in any kind of media besides uh, in, besides animated was the Blade television series in 2006. Yes. So, But Blade's shown up on like Ultimate Spider-Man, and uh, there was a Blade anime cartoon that had 13 episodes. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Now, uh, we're going to jump right into the issue, and Serena has the plot synopsis for us. Issue number two of the ongoing series is titled Shout at the Devil, released by Devil's Due Publishing in June of 2007. Written by Tim Seeley, penciled by Emily Stone, colored by Courtney Villa, and lettered by Brian J. Crowley. Shout at the Devil begins nine months in the past in a dive bar a few miles outside of Tampa Bay, Florida. Acid Washed, a band that looks like they've been transported from Skid Row circa 1987, has just finished a set and are lamenting over their lack of fame with their one and only groupie, Gertrude. When a man who is something like a record exec approaches their lead singer, 6'6", about his potential. Forward to today in Chattanooga, Tennessee, where Cassie is trying to reason with Vlad over wanting to shop for lingerie alone, even (laughs) if it is at the 99-cent castle when she gets a call from Chris. He's been shacking up at Lisa's place since the Chucky ordeal. Chris informs Cassie about a series of missing teens that coincides with the touring schedule of a band called Acid Washed. Chris mentions getting all of Hackslash Inc. together under one roof so they can help Cassie with the stuff more often. Cassie is not pleased with this idea. Chris argues that she can't do it all alone, and a lot of the people Cassie has saved would like to help her out. Cassie's rebuttal is that them all being together makes them a bigger target of a slasher return seeking revenge. 
Cassie and Vlad head to the next stop at Mashed Wash's tour, Ybor City in Tampa, Florida. Waiting in line for tickets, they meet a sweet girl named Georgia when they are interrupted by a protester decreeing that Acid Wash made a pact with the devil and their music taints even the purest of souls. The lady grabs Georgia by the arm when, Gla- when Vlad intercedes. As a thank you, Georgia offers both Cassie and Vlad a free lunch at her work. Cassie and Vlad are scoping out the buffet at Top Brass Gentlemen's Club when Georgia takes the stage. After her performance, the trio get to chatting. Georgia is a big Acid Wash band fan and wants to move to L.A. She affirms that she has a firm moral center, though. No drugs, no alcohol, and no sex. Back at the club, Six Six is backstage with a blonde tied to a chair in the middle of a pentagram, telling her he's sorry, but he has to trade her soul for some rock and roll as he begins to play his guitar. He begins reciting fleck lyrics from songs by the bands Twisted Sister, Motley Crue, ACDC, and Wasp.
on the concert floor, Gertrude argues with a security guard who won't allow her in the front row because it's for VIPs only. Georgia knows the guard, and he allows her, Cassie, and Vlad access to the front row. Acid Wash hits the stage and begins to play. After a few songs, Six Six announces that it is time for the giving of flesh in the form of a sacrifice, and they need only the purest. The rock gods demand a virgin sacrifice. Suddenly, select concert goers, including Georgia, Cassie, and Vlad, develop a glowing pentagram on their forehead and go toward the stage in a trance-like state. Vlad, however, is not allowed to pass through beneath the stage, being told he's too big and ugly. The show ends. Cassie, Georgia, and the others wake up somewhere else. It is a dusty, swamp-like place devoid of any signs of civilization. Cassie tells Georgia the protester was right. Acid Wash sent them to hell. Vlad comes to in the parking lot of a 7-Eleven. He calls Chris and informs him of what happened. After piecing all the bits about untainted souls and purity together, Chris informs Vlad of what he has to do to get Cassie back. Vlad has to get laid. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Love that part. And the music that you heard for five minutes, by the way, because I wanted like some, I wanted like, I wanted deep cuts of the music. I didn't want just little snippets. I wanted like a <laughs> little long, and that's like four songs too, so it's, it's going to be about five minutes long are like part it. of the ritual that the band sing. So I thought that was great. I, I, I try to cut it together the best I could. Little tidbit about the first song from Twisted Sister. Ever seen a little movie directed by some crazy guy named Tim Burton called Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yes. That is the song that is playing when, when Twisted Sister is driving through the parking lot when Pee-wee Herman is being chased by the guards at the Hollywood okay. set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The music video for that was actually banned. Why? Was it? Yeah, yeah. And the first time I ever heard ACDC's um, Highway to Hell was during the trailer for Private Parts, the um, Howard Stern movie, mm-hmm. which until last week I had never seen. Are you serious? Yep. I finally oh, watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. I had to watch it. I work in radio for 12 years and I've never seen Howard Stern's yeah. story. He played himself in that movie too. So did Robin. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great story too. I thought so. Uh, yeah. So we got the covers for this issue. I have the cover where Vlad and Cassie are back-to-back with uh, Nix's head above them laughing. The other cover is Vla- is Cassie diving over Vlad. Like, oh, I looked that one up, yeah. That's like a yellowish cover. So yeah. the cover for this issue that I have in my hand is Tim Seeley, I think. Uh, yeah, it's Tim Seeley. And then I don't know who does the art for the other cover because it's actually not listed in the credits. And then do you have another cover? I only have one copy per issue. Okay. So you want issue two is the one where Cassie is, like, doing a handstand diving over Vlad's shoulder. Handstand? Oh. That is issue two. That is what she's doing, isn't it? The first uh, page, Jim and Edna's. Tonight, acid wash. This looks like every other dive bar that I've seen crappy bands play at. My ex-wife played in a crappy metal band. She (laughs) She played in places like this. I, um, yeah, I've seen a lot of these places, and I happen to love it because I'm from Tampa Bay, Florida. So I love this issue, this whole series. I didn't notice until it was pointed out later on that the drummer only has one arm. Yes. <laughs> what band is that from? Uh, Def Leppard? Def Leppard. There was a VH1 movie about how he lost the arm and everything. Um, it was, was more it? about his story, yeah. It was a Def Leppard movie. But, God, I wish I could find it on DVD. I, I, I don't know if yeah. they've ever released it on DVD, but I, I would love to rewatch that movie. It was out in the 90s. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched it. Too young then. So I love the uh, the guy who comes up or whatever who's just like, uh, so you, uh, you were like a record executive? Something like <laughs> that. 
Yeah. Now the girl, ominous. the woman, excuse me, not the girl, the woman showing um, her breasts. That is going to be Vlad's first lay. Gertrude. Gertrude. Oh, Gertrude. Little spoiler ahead, but yeah, that is the <laughs> woman that Vlad loses his virginity to, which also we learn in this issue that Cassie is still a virgin. Yes. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, I like Chris had mentioned already knowing that in the issue, but I didn't remember when we had known that. I think this is the this is when we find out because her and Georgina, who Georgi- Georgina Georgia Georgia Georgia, are both virgins. Which, um, as a stripper, you know, good on her. Um, uh, but she has like a whole plan being a stripper too, so that probably aligns with not losing your virginity before you're ready to. Yeah, well she that's what was in her bit about like having a very strong moral center, like she's right. not doing any of that extra stuff. And Cassie is again probably about nineteen or twenty years old. Yeah. So not having lost her virginity yet and the way her upbringing was kind of makes sense considering that she's it had does. a mission it doesn't like seem like the previous one shot she's been writ- written as like somebody who's been very promiscuous so no no um 99 castle nothing over a dollar i would never <laughs> ever ever yeah. buy underwear used no, i think it's just like a dollar store gross. not exactly used. <laughs> what is like Chattanooga, Tennessee. I don't know. Maybe but hey, a lot. <laughs> twenty-five shotgun shells for twenty for fifty cents. Do you see that behind Vlad? Yes, that's a nice deal. Yeah, I guess that must be a thing in Florida, huh? Uh, that's in Tennessee, but there's probably one in Florida. Uh, Serena, I want you to read Cassie's line when she stubs her non-existent toe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hold on. Okay. Uh, goddamn cocksucking motherfucking Christ in a tree. <laughs> and who's who's the who's the kid holding in his hand? <laughs> I don't know. It looks headless. Oh, or maybe it's the Hulk. It's, it okay, maybe like it's like miscolored in the omnibus, but yeah, it's supposed to be the Hulk. Is it okay? Well, it's green, but it doesn't look like he has a head. Maybe it's just a little square head. Uh, I love how the little box that's referencing uh, the Chucky ordeal says "See Hackslash versus Chucky Charles Charles Ray O'Sullivan." Yeah. Which is Mike Sullivan, the editor of the comic book. Ah. I like how uh, he's just chilling there in, like, a bathrobe. Oh, yeah. Him and uh, Lisa probably just totally banged. Or she's in the shower, she's in the shower from by the next yeah. panel. I think she's waiting for him to come bang her. Oh, right, right. Oh, that's right. Because she's like, um, oh, yeah, too late to soap your back, but there's always lotion. Yeah. Mm. So I looked it up. There is no band called Acid Wash. No, sorry. There is a band called Acid Wash. I'm, I'm sorry. What, why did I say that? Yeah, there is a band called Acid Wash. They're a punk rock band that was created oh. in 2012. Oh, well, far after this comic book. Mm. Acid Washed is Satan. Cassie kind of lingers on that for a second because obviously it's tricking her uh, her Peter Tingle. Yeah. <laughs> that is the joke in the movie that Aunt May calls his spider sense his Peter Tingle. Oh, my God. And he's like, would you please stop calling it that, May? And then Happy, ca- Happy says the same thing. Peter Tingle? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. I'll watch it eventually. You gotta see it. Good, good stuff. When she comes out on stage, um, well, you know, she's sporting that dominatrix outfit. And yes, by the way, uh, strip clubs have great buffets. Little known fact about me: in 2003, <laughs> the summer of 2003, I worked in the kitchen at a gentleman's club 
in Webster, Massachusetts. Very nice. So after about five minutes, I was like, eh, boobs, okay. I have um, a very good friend of mine. She lives down in San Antonio, Texas. And when I go visit her, we go to um, Perfect Ten down in San Antonio. And they have amazing food. Like, they have some of the best fake fries ever. I love them. <laughs> but the general, like, growing up, it was always don't eat the food at a strip club. And, yeah. I don't know about that. I thought it was, I mean, I was one of the people preparing it. I, it was It was pretty good. Well, the local one that we had was actually, it wasn't a strip club. It was a, a topless bar. And I think it was called, like, Atlantis or something. And it was super sketchy. Like, and they had this whole lunch buffet. So maybe that was just our local thing because ours was just sketchy. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> we had the best prime rib, let me tell you. <laughs> Um, so this poor girl that the band has uh, trussed up, um, unfortunately, is, uh, you know, uh, sacrificed. And they all look like, um, okay, by the way, very progressive band, um, di- you know, uh, uh, a handicapped amputee and a girl mm-hmm. in the band. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. They, uh, they, 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 re- they remind me of Kiss. Just a little bit. With the faces, like the face makeup, kind of, and the whiteness, yeah. But they also kind of look like every other kind of 80s Motley crew and all of them. <laughs> I me, li- at least. I like how Six um, says that it's time to please our benefactors. Yes. Mm. Very ominous. When um, when uh, their number one fan takes one look at Vlad, he's, she's just like, no, no, you, you can put that hat back on. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not drunk enough to have sex with you yet. <laughs> How rude. She just wanted to see the band. She's not in VIP anymore. All right. Their playlist. Do you know what the playlist is actually a representation of? No, I actually don't think I paid attention to it. Their playlist is actually a representation of metal horror movies. Oh. Black Roses was a movie from 1988. I have never seen, but I've heard some great things about. It's about a small-town teacher who saves teenage souls from a heavy metal rocker and his band from hell. Sounds familiar. Okay. um, Trick or Treat. Not to be confused with the movie starring the little kid in the burlap sack who goes around while tales of Halloween are happening. This is a movie that had Ozzy Osbourne in it, um, which I have seen. It's It's a horror comedy featuring Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne about a bullied metalhead obtains a mysterious demo record of a recently deceased hard rock star with a startling consequence. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Deathgasm? Fan effing tastic. Rock and Roll yes. Nightmare is uh, one of the songs on here. Lords of Chaos stars Coley, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Uh, it's I don't think it's out yet or it's coming out, but the trailer from that looks amazing. The anime movie Heavy Metal, Shock'em Dead, Rocktober Blood, Rockula, which is about a vampire kid who wants to become a rock star, but there's very little rock in the music mu- music in the movie, but it's definitely mm-hmm. worth checking out. It's a vampire romantic comedy. Uh, with a vampire falling in love with a human girl. Heavy Metal Horror, uh, Hard Rock Zombies, Terror on Tour, and uh, many others. Also, there's a television series that had two seasons and an animated movie to wrap up its plot line after it got canceled called Scott and the Book of Pure Evil. I highly recommend everybody who listens to this podcast check out that show. If you love Heavy Metal Horror, check that out. 
Also, there is a heavy metal <laughs> horror documentary coming out. Oh, very cool. Yes. Where's it going to be coming out at, do you know? Streaming services, DVD, Blu-ray. Uh, got funded, okay. crowdfunded about three or four years ago. They just announced the host of it. It's going to be Michael Berryman, uh, the lead very mutant cool. from uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Yes, I've gotten to meet him. He's uh, very nice. Very nice guy. Very soft-spoken guy. If you've ever seen yes, the movie. Have you ever seen a little-known movie about a couple kids who create the ultimate hot chick? Weird science. Yep, and he's the lead mutant in that that gets summoned, remember? Y- yes. Oh, oh, that's right. I forgot he was in that movie. Relevant I re- know him from horror movies. Relevant reason I'm bringing that up, at the time that this episode is uh, put up online on Thursday, today should be Thursday that you're listening to this, that actually just got released by Arrow Home Video on Blu-ray in H- 1080p HD with a load of bonus material uh, this past Tuesday. Weird science. Oh, sweet. Oh, um... I just looked it up, by the way. Deathgasm is on Shudder, the streaming service, if anybody wants to watch it. Yes, I highly recommend Deathgasm. It is awesome. Yes. But also, Scott in the Book of Pure Evil. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sitcom, comedy, uh, horror, metal, and Jason Muse is in it in every episode. Oh, sweet. Yes. He plays okay, an Obi-Wan so... Kenobi kind of uh, janitor. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I'm sold. So Cassie and the other virgins are summoned to hell. But, of course, when they arrive, it just looks like three of them. Yeah, yeah, but there's definitely a lot more. Now, this is where Pooch shows up, right? Yes, yes. Yes, my least favorite character of the whole book. No, I love Pooch! Sorry. (laughs) I like weird things, though. Uh, Vlad ends up at a 7-Eleven. Kind of weird product placement in the comic book. Most of the stores are not real, but 7-Eleven is. (laughs) Dude, a lot of late nights at wild nights in Tampa end up at a 7-Eleven. It's the slushies. Oh, okay. The slurpy man. And at the end, during the letter page, I want to point out that you don't have the letter page, I understand. No. I'll, I'll try and take a whole picture of it and put it up on Twitter uh, before the episode posts this week. There's a piece of artwork by Chrissy Zulo, and if you don't know who Chrissy Zulo is, you don't follow us on Twitter, because she was our Twitter picture for a little while. She is a fantastic yeah. comic book artist. Absolutely adore and love her stuff. Check her out. Amazing stuff. I shall. Let's see. We got a little bit of a letter here from uh, Tim Seeley going to ch- saying, go to MySpace and check us out. <laughs> MySpace. Oh, now there's a blast from the past. That's okay, how that, dated this comic book is. A little. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. He's, Tim Seeley tells you to go to MySpace. There are like 18-year-olds alive today that have never been on MySpace. It's also dated by the video game references. And I, I know this console isn't that old, but considering what year it is right now, it, it, it is a little bit. And the console launched a year prior to this comic book. He says, um, somebody says, P.S., I don't know if it counts as promoting Hackslash, but I have some smooth Xbox 360 controller covers with Cassie and Vlad on them that I custom made. Okay. So they're, they're skins that you put on the controller. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I know what those are. Gotcha. Okay. I'm we not gotta, gamer cool. We got an added here for Chucky and zombie reanimated comic books because the Chucky series was continuing. Uh, G.I. Joe icon statues. Sheena, queen of the jungle, which is actually kind of a comic book right now again. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. G.I. Joe Storm Shadow, Magic, the, sorry, Dungeons and Dragons miniature, that same ad we saw for Toxic Avenger. And on the back, it says, Damn, was it ever entertaining? Violence, gore, witty jokes, more gore, fun for all. Comicreaders.com says about Hackslash. Sequentialart.com says, I love strong character relations. 
The story is good. The writing is funny. Tickles my funny bone. Something awful. And the back cover has Cassie crowd serving over a bunch of zombies. Yes, I like that picture. I think that's the issue three cover. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, we do have a Psycho Files in the back, and it's kind of funny because there's a Polaroid of six six, and the writing on it is as bad as this guy sucked. I'd still rather hear Acid Wash than anything by Avril Lavigne. Oh, burn. I always... But I do find it interesting that this is the second time Avril Lavigne has shown up in Hack Flash because in the very first episode, euthanized the couple hooking up in the car. I think was listening to Avril Lavigne. Well, what was Avril? <laughs> what was Avril Lavigne's look when she first came on the scene? Yeah, very kind of punkish. Right, and what type of character like, is Cassie? What type of woman yeah. was you know? I mean, Tim was you know not has definitely said more than once that you know being in the goth chicks. Just a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. She's the same age as my brother. Huh. Really? Yeah. Who do you do you remember who it was from? What ridiculous band said that? Um, Avril Lavigne said that whoever can get her because she's a vegetarian or a vegan, whoever oh. can get her to eat meat, she will give her virginity to. Oh my God! No, um, really, I wasn't a big fan. The Limp Biscuit lead singer. Oh, Fred tried, Durst. Fr- yeah, Fred Durst bought her like a truckload of meat and drove it to her house or something <laughs> like that because he wanted Avril Lavigne's virginity. <laughs> hey man, if you're gonna say something like that, you're gonna people are gonna be all right. I had no idea she was. Happened. I had no idea she was once married to Chad Kroger. Yeah, from Nickelback. How did you not know that? That was the most ridiculous, hellish thing ever. <gasps> I'm sorry. I got other things I need to worry about than uh, <laughs> celebrity feuds and their spouses. <laughs> it wasn't really a feud. It was just like two of these horrible musicians are together. Poor world. Well, that's pretty much all the notes I have here for this episode. <laughs> I didn't have any other notes. Did you? No, not really. This is a pretty simple issue, but we also have two more until we get done with this arc, which I'm really excited to get to. Right, and then we got that Archie issue coming up, which I can't wait for. Yes! That is such a great cover and great artwork because it looks like Archie. Uh, maybe is. we'll talk about Riverdale a lot of that, too, because Riverdale will be coming back by the time we get back to that, and I, I like Riverdale. I, I don't care. I did want to bring up care? Goth Girl Horror on t- iTunes. Yes, that's where we are. But why am I bringing it up? Rating? Right. I wanted to read some of the ratings at the end of the show today. Okay. Um, Mendez 19 wrote, Awesome love for indie comics. I hope Tim Seeley enjoys this show as much as we do. Aww. bro wrote, Boom goes the dynamite. I got to say I love this podcast. I've never been in big into comic books, but I do love the slasher genre. You guys definitely have a fan in me. Dr. Chris and Severina absolutely kill it every time. Aw, how very nice. Pogo and the Work, interesting name, a great listen. An awesome issue-by-issue deep dive into the world of Hack Slash. The Strange Show, which won um, an award at the uh, podcast awards that was at Scaracon, wrote, Hell yeah! Comic Book Lovers (laughs) Unite, keep slaying it. Love it, thank you. True fans, a couple of true fans of a cool new podcast dedicated to some great horror comic books, says Jason666. Midnight. Hack Slashing, great podcast, lots of information on an amazing comic book. Hosts are great and super fun. Ah, thank you. So, I can't even say it. Highly recommended. Great podcast about an excellent comic book. The hosts have a good banter. I know one of these is Greg's. Um, (laughs) uh, And then Nick, uh, Nick the Red King, Nick Batnick on Twitter, wrote, absolutely one of the best podcasts ever. Thank you, Nick. 
Awesome. So those are our iTunes reviews. If you'd like to leave us a review on iTunes, please do. You can also leave yes. us a comment on the Facebook page. Uh, I'm sorry, not the Facebook page. We don't have Facebook. You can leave us a Twitter comment on page. Twitter or our website, the RadioHorror.com website. You can leave the comment right on the actual link before it goes up. If you're on Stitcher, we do have a Stitcher as well. There's one review up on Stitcher. I know that. I don't know what's going on with Google Play. I swear to God it's been submitted. I've seen it. I looked at it again last month, but I will double-check on why that's not up more so yeah but i don't know a lot of people use google play really for podcast downloads more than itunes yeah but i I will fix it i will fix it but it's just like itunes and stitcher are the two biggest uses for uh and soundcloud soundcloud is also pretty heavily used Mm. uh felicia days her sound her her podcast is on soundcloud Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Now yeah. I have a reason to get SoundCloud. Mm. Love Felicia. Felicia Day is a, has a really cute little podcast. I, I enjoy that as much as I enjoy Kevin Smith. Yes. Um, she's got a great uh, voice. I listened to her book, uh, her first book. She uh, narrated the Audible version, and she was a great narrator. Right. Uh, sometimes you're weird on the Internet. Yes, that one. If you have any problems with depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, um, uh, health concerns, suicide problems. Read that book or listen to it. Wow. Yes, it was. I was not expecting a lot of that. It was pretty heavy, but she did a great job getting through it. Right. Definitely. Definitely. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in. Again, please join us on Twitter at Goth Girl Horror or our individual Twitters at Christy Sav. I'm Mad But Magic. And we'll be back uh, in two weeks with the uh, episode, 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 uh, issue three, (laughs) (laughs) issue three of the Hack Slash Ongoing. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, guys. Murderous monsters don't stand